Hi, I'm Misty. And I'm Gina. We are both working moms who were unexpectedly thrust into the path of entrepreneurship. In this journey of transitioning from W-2 to entrepreneur, we found each other. Now together, we are learning and discovering all that is required to achieve success, not only as entrepreneurs, but also in all the roles we serve as women. This journey has taught us that not only does it take a village to have and raise children, but that it takes a tribe to be a woman and fulfill all the roles we choose to step into. We invite you to join us as we laugh, love, and cry our way through all the lived experiences and lessons we have learned. And most importantly, we invite you to plug into a place where you will find love and support, healthy boundaries and accountability, and the knowledge of how your life truly can be anything you decide. There will be stories of failure and triumphs, highs and lows, and everything between. And in these stories, we are sure you will find lots of aha moments, expanded awareness, and shifts in perceptions. So bring your favorite gardening tools as we sow the seeds of sisterhood. All right. Um, yeah, for the most part. Is it recording? Okay. Okay. It's recording. <laughs> okay, awesome. here we go. Welcome to Sowing the Seeds of Sisterhood. This is our inaugural episode yes. of um our podcast season one episode one technically <laughs> part one yeah because this is going to be more than one recorded session of our of launching our podcast sowing the seeds of sisterhood and it is absolutely about bringing women of um from all over together and based on the idea that sisterhood is so incredibly important. Um, and what you're going to find is for us in this channel, this is ba based on absolute love, love for the divine feminine, love for the divine masculine and love for um, the sisterhood and the value that sisterhood brings. And it is unique and it is special. Um, and it's important. It's in something that, that, I think was once lost that you're seeing a resurgence of this women rising up and coming together to support one another and nurture one another. Um, but I want to do it in a way that also honors the way that the divine masculine is also going through this immense healing and this journey as well in learning how to, in a healthy way, honor women and honor the sisterhood and the value that it brings to humanity. So I know that's pretty deep, but I think it's that important. And I do think it's that deep. I think the bonds are that strong. And I think what we can do when we lift up one another and help one another is just, um, it defies imagination and the odds. And it really helps us to understand that the only limits we have are those that we place on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Those are the only limits we have. No one else is placing limits on us. I know it may seem or feel like we are being oppressed from different places and different angles. But in my experience, um, the only thing holding us back is ourselves. And we're here to help women break free from that. And the sky's the limit. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll start to understand the level of deepness <laughs> in that with 
um, getting to know us um, as individuals and as a team, and then um, really getting to know like um, where Missy's coming from in that and her profession and her business um, has a lot to do with really um, digging down into the spirit and your spiritual um, journey here on earth and um, within the human experience. And I mean, you'll get to know more of that. <laughs> yeah. More about us. Yes. And, you know, our, our goal is definitely to have on and to support uh, as many women as possible. So we're looking forward to after you all get to know us and um, we get to really jump into some really cool topics that we're going to bring forward um, a lot of guests and introduce them as well and just expand this sisterhood as far as we can expand it and as much as we can. Yeah, exactly. So um, with that intro, mm -hmm. um, I have my little, this is, I mean, this is what how we're going to roll. We're yeah. Both, oh yeah. <laughs> we're both just like, you know, done is better than perfect, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. And we're learning that. And with us both building our businesses and then, you know, building this, this podcast and building it as a business together. And there's so much, so many things to come from that. Um, I think that, um, you know, uh, just, I like totally lost my train of thought just then. You're okay. Yeah. So you know <laughs> like, what I was is thinking? How you're gonna, this is how yes. you're going to see us. Like you're going to see us sitting on a couch. Just relax. I have my iPad here, like with mm -hmm. my notes. We're just starting this out. We just yeah. want everybody to feel welcome and relaxed. And like, yep. it's nothing's ever perfect basically is what I'm saying. It's like, you, you just want to get the messes out, out, yep. out there and for it to be done. What yep. were you going to say? We, we represent the, the perfect that is in the imperfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's this is it. This okay. is it. So listen, That's some, perfect. And, and some days, um, we're, so we are, I guess we should take a step back and say, I'm Misty. I'm and, Gina. And, um, Hi. we are both moms and working moms at that we both had extensive corporate careers before we jumped into doing our own thing and part of what we're going to be talking about is what inspired us to do that what has the journey been like mm -hmm. um how can we help support others who who are going through this journey or thinking about jumping into this journey or how do we help women who um know that continuing to stay in their corporate career or stay in their nursing career or their teaching career is their calling and their passion. How do we support them and continuing to do what they know that they're passionate about and help to support them? Mm -hmm. So you are often going to see us at, in the, you know, as real as it gets with, we got to get up in the morning, get our kids, you know, off to school. We have dogs to take care of. We have to take care of ourselves. So we're going to have the messy mom bun updos and the no makeup and sometimes glasses no glasses mm -hmm. whatever we have to do so um yeah so it's to Gina's point this is about being relaxed it's about being comfortable and it's about being honest and authentic raw I think we need more of that just yeah. absolute reality and the rawness of life um and not you know, the, the beautiful thing about social media is that it isn't a platform where you can reach so many people. I think the potential trap 
is the idea that the only thing we should ever put on social media are the things that are polished, the, the, the things we want to be or wish to be all the time, but we're just not. It's easy to fall into that trap. And we started to fall into that trap. We we're like, you know, I, my makeup's not done for the day or I'm, and I'm in a baggy t-shirt and some joggers. I, this isn't the right day for me to record. And then we were inspired by um, another person that, it, that has really mentored us in business and inspired us who said, don't let done perfect get in the way of done. And so we weren't doing things that we're being incredibly inspired to do because we were worried about them not being perfect first. And what we've realized is that perfect is an illusion anyway. Mm -hmm. And it's more important that we reach out to you and connect with one another Mm -hmm. and find real authentic connection in this sisterhood and help support one another. So yeah, it's a rainy Thursday and and your in your house is colder than nice rink as usual. So we <laughs> <laughs> have to wear sweatshirts, even though it's like a hundred degrees, degrees outside and we're in Georgia. But um <laughs> that's how we roll. Uh, yes. And I think that it's like, you know, like what you were saying, it's just about showing up. So we're showing up, you know, and you have to show up in life no matter if you have you know, a full face of makeup on, or, you know, your hair's wet and you go out to the grocery store and how badly I used to, we were talking earlier about how I used to see people doing that. I'm like, how do they do that? Like, get it together, like dry your hair, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, yeah. Um, and now we're like doing that exact same thing, but it's like, where, why, why judge? Like everybody's got their own stuff going on. You have to, Mm -hmm. you know, just, remind yourself to just send love and do things in love and doing that is not judging as much and not knowing where everybody comes from at at those times. So if, um, with that said, um, maybe Misty, you can just tell a little bit about, you know, your, we'll start with you and talk about your backstory a little bit and, your company that you're trying to push off and start. Yeah. And then, so the name of my company is lemonade with love and it's a healing and transformational life coaching, spiritual coaching practice. And the, this entire vision was born out of just my personal experience of growing up and going to college, getting out into the workforce and really how different the reality of being an adult and transitioning into that adulthood was from the fantasy and the ideas that I had had about what it meant to be an adult. And in my, you know, I had a corporate career and got married, had a child, and then, and, and there's a, there's so much to unpack in all of that, right? All of that was a journey. That was, none of that was easy. I know when I was younger, I had it all planned out. I was going to be married by a certain age. Have, I was going to have four children, not one. And I was going to have them all before I was 30. Like I had it, I had my life planned out. And I really think the universe just loves it when we do that and just cackles and laughs and from an absolute place of love, I think it's almost the way that I look at my son now, or especially when he was two and three and would just, 
you, he would be so frustrated and something wouldn't be going his way. And he would just act out in that frustration as you couldn't help, but laugh and just love everything about that. And be like, I know, I know how frustrated you are right now. And I also know it's not that big of a deal. And so I feel like that's how the universe was with me. I was like, you're really cute. That's so cute. I love that plan. It's not going to go down that way. Not even close. Nothing, nothing on your list is going to go any way you've just imagined it, but that was cute. It was a good try. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, and throughout the show, I'm sure we'll unpack, unpack all of that. But ultimately what I found along the way is what I thought was going to happen is that life was just going to bring me mentors and that within my job and my career that the companies would provide mentors and coaching and would invest in me as a person holistically and that I would just be surrounded by that my entire life and as all of you know that's not what happens that's not how it all works out and so I started coaching because I have been fortunate that in some pivotal times in my life to have some really important women and sometimes men be placed in my life that gave me invaluable life advice and guidance and pointed me in the right direction. And I did at some point in my thirties, wake up and realize that the only person that was going to invest in me was me. And I actually sought my sought out coaching and did that journey for myself and realized how important it is. And in my entire time in corporate, I moved up into leadership. I was an executive leader um, reporting directly to a CEO. Um, I did that in more than one role where I reported to a CEO. And thinking that the higher up I got, the more opportunity I would be given to mentor and coach in a full life way, not just getting individuals to perform specific to the company goals and objectives, but to just overall be able to influence individuals in a positive way, mm -hmm. but that's just not the truth of how business and corporate works. And so when I had a very unexpected change of events in April of 22, I was laid off very unexpectedly from a job that I loved. I had built teams that I loved. I adored the boss that I reported to. I adored the company and the vision, um, but I was still unexpectedly laid off. I thought I'd be back to work in no time. I was like, oh, five weeks at the most. I'll be back to work. It's no big deal. Until I wasn't. And then I had to really sit down and say to myself, what is it I love? What is it out of all the experiences I've had in corporate and in my entire life, what do I love? And I love humanity. I love people. I believe so deeply and it's such a fundamental level in the goodness of humanity and the goodness within all of us. I also believe that it's easy to get lost and to have so many paths in front of us and to not be sure which path we're supposed to take, being afraid of the unknown. Um, I think all of that is real too. And that's the thing I've loved the most is the opportunities I've had because of the things that I was doing to have an impact on someone's life and something greater than just the job they were doing. And I was like, you know, if I could do that for the rest of my life, that's what I would do. So I set out to find a company where I could do that. And I realized that that didn't exist. And so I was going to have to create that myself. And that was going to be through coaching and Lemonade with Love was born. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you started trying to um, get your website built and oh um, yes. went through a couple different 
uh, well, I don't, I think you went through one designer. And oh, I went through a couple. That's a really good point. I went through a couple of designers. Right. And I had this misnomer that if this is what I was really supposed to do, that everything would just line up and it would be so easy. That's most not- people, I feel like most entrepreneurs that are starting a business and an online business might think that at first. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all going to line up. I know I can't do this by myself, but it's all going to line up. And it didn't. <laughs> and I was so blessed and so fortunate. And I, before I got to this point I'm about to describe, I wasted tens of thousands of dollars and what felt like wasted, right? Those lessons learned in all of this. Um, tried to launch a website and just had no idea what I was doing. And then I had known Gina. Mm-hmm. I'd known Gina for a while, but very casually. And forgot that this is something that she even did until through a mutual friend, we were reconnected. And it was like, why aren't you working with Gina on this? This is what she does. And the most beautiful partnership that could have ever been born was born on that day. I didn't know it at the time, how deep this partnership was going to go and how much we would be doing together. But it was an answer to a prayer. And I can tell you that I was a solopreneur and it was not, there was not, that wasn't fun for me. And I was like, I don't want to do this by myself. Truth is, I don't want to do life by myself, any part of my life by myself. And I knew that I wanted, again, I want, it takes a village. Everything takes a village, not just, that's a common phrase for raising kids, but the truth is everything takes a village. And this was no different. And I needed to start building my village. Mm-hmm. And for me, this was going to be also where I started learning about building sisterhood. Mm-hmm and helping finding all these women that are really out there wanting to help other women and growing my sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at first, when you said that, um, like building a village, I was like, well, I don't have a village, you know, like I'm thinking that it, it always needs to be like, you have your family close and they're there to help you. And they're there to support you and, you know, watch your kids when you can't. (laughs) And all of my family lives up in Connecticut and, um, that's far from here. So I'm pretty much on my own, you know, like I'm on going through a divorce and, you know, we've got split houses and I don't have a husband at home to kind of like watch the kids all the time. So like building a village can be anything. It could be your, um, you know, your friends and the networking, you know, we've met so many business-minded women in this journey and they've become, you know, such a support group, whether it's little, you know, here and there, or, you know, a lot. And with us, it's a lot because it's, you know, our sisterhood, our, our, uh, friendship has blossomed into this such support system Mm -hmm. for both of us. And we were talking about our business and, and how to grow it and everything. And, and this just came so naturally to want to express this to so many other people where, you know, it's right in front of you to recognize that there's so many people who love you and want to support mm-hmm. you. Um, and it may not be until right now that you're recognizing that those people are around. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and just to reach out to them and, and thank them even just for just being there when you need it. And maybe yeah. later on, it's not your season now, but later on you might get closer, just like, you know, we did. And in that I was able to beginning of our friendship and, you know, getting to know each other, I was able to finally get my hands on her website <laughs> Yes, and, you know, start to use my creative juices and, um, kind of redesign it and redesigned your brand. Um, oh yeah. From the ground up, let's not kid ourselves. This yeah. thing, she had to tear that thing down and start completely over because it, it was so off. And what was off about it is that I had brought my corporate persona and that part of myself, which I value very much, but it was not who I was transforming into. Mm -hmm. And that was not what my coaching business was all about. Although I help professionals all the time. Um, it's, I help with more than just what's going on within someone's profession. So my website was very corporate feeling and very executive and very much still, still that part of me instead of me really opening up and expanding. And so yeah, she like, tore that bad boy oh all my the way down. I'm not even gonna lie. I judge that thing so hard. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I finally got to talk to you and I was like, so nice to you. And then I remember our mutual friend was like, I know you're just trying to be nice, but you don't <laughs> yes. talk like that to me. So like, yeah. You're like, I'm not trying finally. to feel it. Yeah. She spent a lot. She spent money on that. Yeah. Like finally I was like, listen, this is not you. Like I literally went to her website and all I saw was like, you know, just very, very just sturdy corporate. And I was like, what kind of, is this like a financial business? Like I had no idea. It was like, spiritual healing or anything like that. It just didn't give off that vibe. And mm -hmm. when I met you, I was like, but like when I talk to you and mm -hmm. that's part of what I do with my business is I talk to people and I get to know their personality and that comes out. Mm -hmm. And then I'm able to kind of like use that creatively to put it back into their business to really show what, like to show themselves in their business. So yeah. I saw her as like such this ray of sunshine and that just didn't come through no and it didn't even say like really what you did there was just like these little blurbs about like some of what you did but it didn't really communicate it and i really wanted to know your story and that's how i kind of she encouraged me to start my business mm -hmm. which is called bluebird um creative and it's marketing and um brand storytelling so what I do is I basically revamp your brand mm -hmm. by getting to know you personally. Um, and I don't require you to give me a brand book or, you know, your logos no. and your colors and stuff like that. I really like to, I really like to, my passion is to get to know people and what drove them to start their business in the first place and get to know their personality and then pull that into their brand and really just make it something that they can own. So you, you see their personality in it and you see their story and you see yeah. why they decided to, um, create this, this brand or this business. And through that, you know, you're able to attract the clients yeah. that you want to attract. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm working on right now, um, is yes. really building that business and, and getting my clientele, up where, you know, it's, I feel like 
it could be anybody, you know, I've done a painting website um, for a painting business. I've done um, another coach who is more mm -hmm. of like a business coach. I've done, um, you know, a ketamine treatment website. I've done construction website. Yeah. I've done all that kind of stuff, but you know, like it's, it's something that I just, after we lost our job around the same time. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's important too for you to yeah. tell them, I mean, you have a corporate career yes. and doing marketing and social media and branding. And I mean, photo, she, she, all the photos on my website, she took because we are local and close to each other. And mm -hmm. although she'll also travel to do that, um, you do photography, you've had directed videos, you worked for a really big brand that had a very small marketing department. You were required to do a lot of yeah. stuff. I had my As, hands in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So you have a ton of real life experience and training. And the thing that I remember about Gina was that while she loved that and absolutely values every minute of that experience, she was really restricted when it came to creativity Yeah, because the brand had already been developed and was out there and they weren't looking to do anything new and innovative. And of course, she's absolutely inspired by new and innovative. And so I feel like me losing the job was unexpected. Yeah. But probably the best thing that's happened. To oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I can, I can definitely say that, that losing, losing my job was the best. I didn't know it at the time, but is the best yeah, thing that yeah. happened to me. Yep. Um, I was very restricted creatively um, with that position, but I was there for 10 years and I did own that brand. Like mm -hmm. I totally owned it. Like, but in owning that brand and knowing so much about it and doing and having my hands in all the things that we did with that brand, you know, I did learn a lot because it, I mean, when I, when I started at that company, I don't think you know this, but it was like prehistoric, <laughs> like their website was prehistoric. Um, there, they had a lot of updating to do. They had very older, well, not very old, but older owners that needed sort of that convincing that, um, you know, going in a different route or updating things was in their best interest. Um, and so I was part of that marketing team that kind of brought them from the prehistoric age to, you know, the, where they are now, um, and a lot of their, and I did a lot of their, I did their catalog every year. And that was, that started as a 60 page catalog, but turned out to be a 140 page catalog. Um, so that design and um, managing that project, collaborating with all of the different um, departments. And I did a lot of print. I did a lot of, um, like she said, photography. Um, you know, directing, um, for photo, for photography, studio photography, all of that stuff. Um, branding, social media. Um, and it's something I, yes, I did have a pat. I do have a passion for, I love doing that, but I had to stay in parameters and that really constricted my creative flow with everything. And every time I would get like, I, I thought that everybody, every creative sort of gets this, like once somebody starts talking about something, like my brain starts to work and I can see everything kind of like moving together and forming as a creative 
I don't know, start off point in my brain, mm-hmm. but I guess a lot of people aren't like that. Um, so I, it really was a blessing that I got let go from that job because I started to lean into that mm-hmm. intuition of leaning into that creative intuition and really using that to my advantage. And it just like naturally morphed into this. I, I literally was like handed everything to God and mm-hmm. surrendered everything that might happen in my life to him and was like, you know, bring it. Like, if this is supposed to happen, then let's see it happen. Yeah. You know, give me the tools that I need to continue on this journey and to make this happen. And it's like really my dream job, Mm -hmm. you know, like doing this and doing everything on your brand and your site and social media Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. I'm learning. I'm also learning a lot. And I love to challenge and learn. And I'm also an illustrator and being able to use that in all of this. And, um, I think that it was, it's come to this point and it's really starting to get going. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it's really exciting. And, um, I, we are really excited to share more of this Mm -hmm. journey with you. And if any of it resonates with you, you know, we want to hear about it. We want to know what you want to hear about. We want to know, um, you know, any topics that you'd like us to cover, um, and see our perspective on it with, you know, Mm -hmm. with her abilities. And then, you know, my backup, my creative, my creative or comic relief. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I mean, listen, this journey has been, it's been 18 months in the making. Yeah. I mean, this, this was, um, this was not overnight and we have had our struggles. And so we really want to share that with everyone who may be going through this again. So whether you're thinking about it, you're elbow deep in it, you have finally gotten to the other side and you're, I can see you now you're over there like, Oh my God, me, me, me. I want to share my story. There, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You will get to the other side if you continue to persevere and stick with it and don't give up. Um, but you're going to, you're going to, face those moments. You're going to have moments where you question whether you're doing the right thing. Is this really what you were supposed to do? Um, why, why are certain things so hard? Um, you know, for me, when I launched into this, I I had done so much healing and I thought I had done so much around limiting beliefs and the beliefs that I had and stories I had attached to being a W2 and benefits Mm -hmm. and a work schedule. And, I thought I had already preemptively done a lot of work around that, but it wasn't until I was just thrust into it that I started to really realize and uncover all of these beliefs I still had about how that all looked, about how being an entrepreneur looked and felt. And I mean, even up to yesterday, yeah, literally we were both talking about it and we were a lot of people are still stuck in that mindset that we have to work nine to five. And what we were talking about was like, we have our own schedule, you Mm -hmm. know, like we make things work when we have to make them work. I'm a late, I'm a, I'm a night owl. So if I can't be productive first thing in the morning, even though I have to get up with my kids and stay productive to, to some degree that when they get home, I can take that break. I don't have to worry about, you know, a boss, wondering if I'm on the clock at a certain amount of time and have that looming over my head Mm -hmm. when 
and stressing me out and causing me anxiety. Like I still have that anxiety. Like I realized I still have it because when I'm picking up my kids at two 30 and you're picking up your kid at three o'clock, it's like, we can take that break and do what we want to do and then come back to working later at night until we feel it's appropriate. And we don't have to worry about that. But until yesterday, Mm -hmm. I was, we talked about this because it's so important. Like I was still feeling like I had that looming over my head. Like somebody was going to check in on me and, and, you know, I didn't have a certain amount of work done, Mm -hmm. but I don't. You don't have anybody checking on you, but you're still like waiting for That's someone to hilarious. you and be like, have you done this yet? Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, what's really funny to me is I just want to point this out because we are absolutely in partnership and you're going to see so much come out of stuff that we're collaborating and creating together through um, the seeds of sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an Instagram that you can follow us there and, and you're going to get so much from both of us there and that, and we're very much partnered and she is a night owl. And I am an early bird. I mean, like 4.30 yeah. in the morning, early bird. So um, the, we really value the time that we can find the overlap where we both feel really good and energetic and productive because right. <laughs> a lot of our time is um, is opposite in that. Um, but yes, literally yesterday, we picked our kids up and decided to meet up to go to this new place that had opened in town. And they had this really cool miniature golf um thing that's really probably more adult than I've ever seen and really yeah, it was really, really pretty cool. kind of big um and we decided to take our kids it was a it was a beautiful day I mean as pretty as it could be in August in the south um fairly low humidity breezy but and I it just really hit me that this is the life I had been dreaming of mm-hmm. to be able to we had worked together earlier that day mm-hmm. we had done we had gotten a lot accomplished And then, but we put everything down to go get our kids. And I remember when I used to have to go pick my son up and get back and kind of get him fed and settled so I could get back on the computer. And the whole time I'm going to pick him up, even though my boss knew I was never, never hid that. I was always, I was constantly checking my phone. And what's interesting is your family notices that. So my mom, my son, my husband's like, you're always on the phone. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not social media on my phone, constantly just waiting for an email to pop up or for somebody to call me and somebody to be like, I need you. Where are you? Why can't I get you? Why are you not up on chat on your computer? Because I'm in car line waiting to pick up my son. Um, And so I just, it really hit me that it doesn't look anything like I thought it was going to. The journey to get here has been more difficult. And a lot of that is because I didn't know what I didn't know. And I thought it had to look a certain way. And so when it didn't look that way, instead of just embracing that, I got, um, I got upset and frustrated and uncomfortable. Um, and I really had a profound moment of gratitude where I was able to say, there is some, there is some level where you have to trust the unknown and trust the process. When you're choosing to do something you've never done before, you really do have to trust the unknown Mm -hmm. and trust that it is all going to work out and come together and that you are meeting the right people and you are doing the right things. Um, But to be grateful, to be grateful, to be in that moment and say, I did it. I created the life I said I wanted. And while I had flexibility in corporate, I had a lot of flexibility. And there may be many of you watching her like, my boss would never be upset about that. My bosses were not upset either. They knew I was a mom. 
they knew that I had a son and, and that was school age and all of those things. It's the pressure we place on ourselves. It was knowing that everybody else is this work day is nine to five with this collective agreement that that's when we're all going to be available. We may have a collective agreement that we might be available up until 6.30, but just, I'm also at home. So it might be disruptive. You may have noise in the background, but we all within organizations and then overall as society kind of have a collective agreement around when we're supposed to be available, mm -hmm. who we're supposed to be available to, when we should be able to mm -hmm. catch fires, check emails, jump on calls. Um, and then just that, that constant looming, knowing that at any moment, somebody could need me from work while I'm at the same time juggling, going to get my son and things like that. And just the freedom of not having that, the freedom of saying I've hit the pause button at work and I am fully present and engaged in this time with my son mm -hmm. and this after school, we don't always do that, but that I chose to go get him and we went and just did something fun on a school night you know, and, yeah. didn't, and didn't come straight home and him do homework and me get right back into a computer and doing work and stuff. And now it's part of what I dreamed about creating for myself. But it's interesting how long it's taken me to allow myself to embrace what I've created, to be grateful for it yeah. and to accept that it does look, it looks a lot different than I thought. I mean, let's be like the elephant in the room financially too, you know, the, how long that's taken and the way the money comes in and I didn't realize how, how, um, addicted to the every two weeks, to the every week, to this, this consistency in the way that this looked, um, letting that go was harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And in this situation, you know, we know that not everybody's situation is like ours, but you know, if you're in a similar, like if you're a mom and, or a dad, and you're in a situation where you are thankful for some of the things in your life. I just encourage you to step back and recognize what those are and just be grateful for those little things. Um, because we know, you know, like not everybody has the type of freedom that yeah. an entrepreneur has. Um, some of you are stuck in nine to five jobs, but there are silver linings to mm -hmm. that too. Like yeah. we're not saying it, there aren't. Um, at all. So, you know, if any of this resonated with you, or if any of this inspires you or, um, inspires you even to reach out to us to talk about some other things, Yep. you know, um, but that's our purpose is just to be a support group for, um, just tell our stories and just to, yep. you know, Yes. And I'm so glad you said that because right. again, we don't expect that every woman that connects with us and that connects in the sisterhood has a desire to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. It is not for everybody. No. Um, and there are so many passions and callings. So again, if you're, if you're a nurse, if you're a teacher, um, you know, if you build things and you create things or yeah. you do construction, whatever it is that you do, that you love, if it's, I think the most important thing is doing something that you really love that really fills you in some way mm -hmm. fulfills a passion within you, a purpose within you that brings joy to you in some way. Does it mean that the job you're doing isn't difficult? Does it mean that it's, you know, there are not other, other things impacting that, mm -hmm. but I think it's just important. 
um, for you to know that we're here for all of you. And we think that everyone is important. Everyone has a role to play. Everyone has a creative outlet and it's not always going to be entrepreneurial. Um, that being said, I do think that we're seeing more and more opportunities for women to jump into an entrepreneurial space mm -hmm. from, I know that post COVID there's a lot of homeschooling and a lot of opportunities for teachers who are working in a, in a certain setting have had opportunities to be in other settings um, and teach in different ways. So I think we're just going through some profound changes within humanity and within society and our culture and what the, what normal looks like and what the norm looks like and is and how that's continuing to morph and change. And we look forward to sharing the stories of yeah. other women who are going through this very journey um, and how it's shaped them and, you know, how it's helped them to grow and be a better person and how that story can help someone else. Yeah. I think the most important thing I want everyone here to know is that you're never alone. You can tell yourself that you are sometimes you might isolate yourself and feel like you're alone. You're not alone. You're never alone. Um, it really does take a village mm -hmm. and you have more people in your village than you realize. And you are loved by an entire village. You are impacting more people than you probably realize your creative energy and the things that you do every day, um, inspire others, even though you may not realize it. Mm -hmm. And so we're just excited to celebrate everyone every day as much as we can. Yeah. Um, so that's really what's to come and hopefully we'll have, um, some really inspiring guests on I know podcast. we will. Yes, we will. I know we oh, will. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. Yes. Um, so if you want to su support our podcast, you can follow um, us and share with others. You can go um, to our Instagram page, which is going to be switched to um, Sowing the Seeds of Sisterhood. And um, you can share it through there. And our special little gift or surprise for you is that um, we are going to have a journal, a daily journal to download um, that can be digital or, mm -hmm. you know, you can print it out and use it. Um, and the link will be on that mm -hmm. social um, platform on Instagram where you can go to the link tree on there and download that for yourself. Um, and then... Um, other than that, yeah, like mm -hmm. you can also follow our individual business pages. Um, mine is bluebird underscore creative. And then Misty's is misty.blakesley. Um, and we can put that in the notes um, yeah. below with this podcast. And we'll mm -hmm. have everything else linked as well um, in the notes below. So you can share with some friends and We'd like to see what kind of community we can we can start with this, and uh, we look forward to also sharing um, some more of our podcast ideas. Uh, I think there might be a part two and three of our intro, yeah. um, but it seems like we covered almost everything. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see more to come. Yeah, again, this journey has been so. This is new to us. So, yes. So. Doing all of this is new, but it's also, I mean, the journey has just been, um, it's so interesting and unique and 
And while we've been in our own journey, it's amazing how much overlap there is. There is. And the more women we connect with, the more we find there is just this fundamental overlap in the journey to becoming who we are Mm -hmm. and who, you know, the journey when we decide to, you know, when we transition into adulthood and then there's the journey, if you decide to, to step into being a spouse, the journey um, if that ends the journey, when you choose to become a mother, if that's something you choose to do, um, you know, all of these things continue to change and morph and shape us as individuals and shape our life. And so there's some really common themes and things that we've learned and lessons we want to share in, in a way to support. And so we're just excited. So we hope that you like uh, comment, follow all the things, subscribe, subscribe, yeah, all the things. But more importantly, um, that when you come here, that your soul and your spirit is being fed and that you leave inspired Mm -hmm. and in some way feeling more expanded and more uplifted than maybe you did before you joined. Yeah, exactly. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for spending time with the Sisterhood. Any links or resources will be linked in our show notes. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please be sure to subscribe, comment below, give us a thumbs up and share with all the wonderful women in your life. And if you want to experience even more of what SSS Tribe has to offer, please be sure to visit us on Instagram and check out our link tree. Until next time, we are so grateful for you, our tribe, and we send you all the love and light.